0: Welcome to Just a Girl from the South Bronx podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I hope that your Thanksgiving week was great and that you had a good time. You were able to spend time with family or friends or both. Because I know some people throw Friendsgiving kind of um, dinner parties. So uh, wherever you are, um, I hope that you had a great week and you were able to have that nice little break off, even if you don't celebrate. So now that we're back, <laughs> I wanted to talk about a particular show slash character and you, you, y'all know me, I've already done it with Mona Thorne, I've already done it with Angela from Boomerang. So now this week, I'm going to focus on Terry Joseph. If you have seen the movie Soul Food, the character Terry Joseph is played by Vanessa Williams. I feel like her particular character got villainized when I was younger, from what I remember. People were saying, oh, she was difficult. She was this, she was that. She was mean, she was rude. She was just so stern and stoic. And watching the movie again as an adult, I'm like, you know what, y'all really shouldn't throw the character of Terry under the bus because we have to understand why she is the way she is. She went through law school, so she graduated at a very prestigious law um, excuse me, very prestigious university to get to the law firm that she's at. Now, yes, yeah, she's she's married and she, financially she's doing great, and she seems to have this great career and. They want her to run, uh, run in, in terms of a partnership at the law firm, etc. And she seems for the most part, and I say that loosely, for the most part, she seems to be in good standing with her family. But I feel like her character got the short end of the stick because the way that she treated uh, Faith, and we all know who Faith is, but the way that she treated Faith in the movie, um, kind of like this, superior attitude that she carried about herself, whether she chose to do that uh, subconsciously or not, uh, we really don't know too much, but from the way that she treated Faith, but then you also see that other side of her, that tender side, how she Uh, treats her mother how she treats her her nephew so we see that other side of her too so there's not just that one side like she was the villain of the movie i i I don't want to paint her in that way but she was painted in that way but as you see the movie now as an adult you begin to realize you know what i see why terry is the way that she is now if you all know that infamous scene where she snapped on her husband because she found out that her husband she not even found out she visually saw her husband and her cousin faith having sex with each other in their home Whew. okay that's a lot in itself to digest but here she is discovering her husband's infidelity in the middle of attending her sister's anniversary party with a man that she once dated in school and that the movie basically gave a little backstory and said that her sister was the one who quote unquote and i have to use that loosely stole her boyfriend from her so she's at the anniversary party for them in the middle of dealing with the turmoil with her emotions as far as seeing the infidelity and then worrying about i think if i'm remembering the exact order i think the the mother was still in the hospital at the time uh when she was dealing with some health issues so she's dealing with all of this at once and then she's getting hit with this little side meeting in the kitchen talking about how her um that her and miles which is her husband should cover the expenses this is a lot for for someone to take in and it made me think about how there is that one sole family member that seems to be doing well financially compared to others. And somehow the family looks to that person as the savior, as the, this is the answer to all of my problems that I have. And I feel like that was not fair. If we really think about it, every single one of those adults were working. I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give a couple of people some grace. Now, the one who plays, um, her sister, played by Vivica Fox, she was a stay-at-home mom, so that's different. Bird, played by Nia Long, she just happened to open up her shop recently. So financially, she may not even be there yet. She's just trying to basically keep afloat with her business and make, making sure that it's booming. So the men, though, we're, we're talking about now... Um, Vivica Fox's character, um, husband, he's working. He he has his own business. So it's like, well, why are we looking to just Terry alone when she's not the only adult in this family to pick up the slack? So then I, I wanted to dive in a little bit deeper. I decided to rewatch Soul Food the series for maybe the 10th time <laughs> and There is a small, actually no, there's a couple of people who know me really well know that I am a big fan of the series. I would actually, this is just my opinion, I would actually say that this was the best body of work I have seen on TV for a movie to get transformed into a TV series. Not a lot of films can actually pull that off pretty well and keep it consistent for the most part with their storylines in terms of how the character moves, but they did a pretty they did a pretty good job. So much so, I bought like the DVD series because and let me just say this as a as a side note. I really have a bone to pick with Showtime because How is it that all these other major networks were able to, major premium channel networks were able to pick up old series, um, old TV shows that they can now play on, on, you know, on their network, but somehow Showtime missed the mark with Soul Food, it's not like it was a show that only ran for one season. It technically, depending on how you look at it, it technically ran for four to five seasons. So it baffles me as to why they don't even have this show available for streaming. But anywho, that's just for anyone who works for Showtime, whoever happens to hear this message. Please put the show available so these people can get their checks, they can get their royalty, they work really hard for that show, and they deserve their flowers. I was watching the show so much so that I bought the DVD. Bought the DVD set because they don't even have it streaming available on any major platform. It got me through my undergrad years where I had to spend a lot of late nights in my kitchen just just so that I don't fall asleep in my room. I had to spend a lot of late nights in my kitchen getting through thesis papers and assignments and stuff like that while watching the series at the same time like it was helping me literally get through it. That was in my 20s. Looking back at it now, now that I'm in my 30s, I'm just like, you know what, Terry Joseph, the complexity of her being is kind of like a chef's kiss. Because on one side in the movie, they painted her to kind of be, like I said, this stoic uh, villain, if you will, because of how she acted towards her husband how she acted towards faith all those things what i liked about the show is that they in fact humanized her even more so towards the very end of the season series i should say not season series and we still kind of see her stoic like behavior on the show so there's like pockets of it throughout so at least they were consistent with that but I feel like when I say they humanized her, they showed an even more softer side of her. They showed her being pursued by different men. Uh, they, they showed her like how she really is in her element at work. They showed, they showed a little bit of the sexism when it comes to the workplace and her trying to make partners. So at least they kept that storyline consistent with her trying to make partner at this law firm they showed the racism that she had to experience on her end as the, basically the only, as she put it, the only black person at that firm with any power in which she actually gained power. But we also noticed that she she likes to be in control. We saw that in the movie and they also expanded on that in the show. And in her words, she said, you know i i don't look at it as controlling i look at it as, as trying to keep my life together those were her words and i feel like who 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 doesn't want to have their life together who wants their life to be in shambles who who doesn't want their life to have some sort of order to it some some i know with life you have your ebbs and your flow but who you know who who doesn't want their life to be the way that they would like it to be. So I kind of I saw where she was coming from, but at the same time, that doesn't mean that she wasn't without fault. Her character on the show reminded me of other women that we've seen portrayed on TV as well, especially black women who are trying to get into a certain status and career, but then it seems like their love life can either be non-existent or it's it's really on like kind of like un i don't want to say unstable but i feel like that's the best word I feel like the the relationships can feel unstable because you're constantly working you're doing these long hours your job and your career often comes first <laughs> so you always feel like you have to be your best you have to do your best and i feel like we saw that a lot even with the character um molly and insecure and i feel like that was a great representation of seeing women trying to gain power in their perspective careers and i love the fact that her character terry's character is so complex and she kind of reminded me of how i move in certain ways with life so for example she knows what's considered to be fun it's just that she doesn't allow herself to just be sometimes and that can kind of get in the way because then folks will look at you and say are you always on this mode all the time are you always on business mode or you know maybe you should relax a little bit and those are the things that I've had uh especially my mom those are the things that I've had a couple people tell me like Crystal you know you should probably try to relax a little bit. And it's not like I purposely want to be this stoic person that I don't know how to have any fun. Trust me, I I know how to have fun, but I know there's a time to be serious too. And when I'm serious, I want people to take me seriously. So I can relax. Could I learn to relax a little bit more? Sure, but the way my brain operates, I'm constantly thinking of, what I gotta do next, what I gotta do next, what I gotta do next. But there are moments where I feel like I have to turn my brain off and just be. Unfortunately, we don't see that too much with her character until the tail end of the series where you see her in her most relaxed state. And I also love the fact that her character is complex because she's so focused on her career, but she's also very supportive and, and and she's very supportive and tries to be there for her family as much as she can even if that takes away from what she's doing at work like she will stop what she's doing in a heartbeat and say hey i need to tend to my family about this matter uh maybe my paralegal or my assistant can handle this information while i'm gone blah 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 I love that about her. So I love the fact that they show that she's really into her family. She really wants to be there for her family. When it came to dating and relationships, how the series caught on, uh, in in continuance of the storyline from the movie, they did show that of course they got a divorce, her and miles. And he did make a couple of appearances in, uh, season one. Um, and we got to see that kind of dynamic as far as why you saw them break up in the first place. They were basically on two different paths. It, it just wasn't going to work out. He decided he no longer wanted to be a lawyer. He wasn't passionate about it. He wanted to pursue his music. Terry, on the other hand, in her mind, she probably pictured herself as maybe being as some sort of like power couple. Like she's a lawyer. He's also a lawyer. They're making great bank they're doing the things that they went to school for. So in her mind she's thinking, you know, this is the person that I that I married, that I wanted to marry. But I don't think she took into consideration that in marriages people do change. People are going to want different things. And we also in fact do see that with her her sister, the one that was the one the one that's portrayed as a stay-at-home mom, you do see her, a stay-at-home mom and wife, you do see her now wanting to get into the workforce, which I thought was great too, because they didn't purposely make her sister's character like one dimensional. With Terry's love life on the show, she's very hush-hush. And that's another thing that I could kind of relate to as well. As her sister put it in one of the episodes, and I remember it so well, she says, to the other sister she says well you know terry likes to keep her fornication on the down low <laughs> and it it i'm like okay i can see how i can see how terry got to that point where where you've now been a twice divorced woman who's career focused and now you're dating someone completely new you don't want to start telling everybody start making psas about you seeing someone and then guess what? When it doesn't work out, now you feel like you have to start explaining yourself to people, especially family who've been seeing him on a regular. And I totally understand. I feel like I'm kind of the same way. If I'm dating someone if and and it's just like in the beginning stages of me dating him, I don't wanna tell the whole world that I'm dating this person, let alone show a picture of him. The most I'll probably give you is a name. Of the person that I'm seeing if maybe after Maybe about six months down the line and we're still going strong Then at that point, maybe, you know, if I if I personally feel comfortable, then I will introduce you to uh, Close friends or, or close family if I feel like like the relationship is progressing and it's going somewhere What I've done in my past relationships, unfortunately is I've shared the information about them too soon, too soon to the point that the relationship didn't work out. And lo and behold, I had to start explaining myself to people about why this relationship didn't work out. And I know some people can say, well, Chris is none of their business. You don't need to explain yourself to anybody. Because I even had a cousin of mine tell me that recently when we had like a, a deep conversation about relationships in general and breakups. And it's for me, it sounds good in theory, but it's just like, I feel like I still have to say something just to kind of shut them up <laughs> that kind of way. I, I'm, I'm I can definitely say now I'm hush hush about whomever I'm seeing, whoever, whomever I'm dating, because I don't want to say I, I, that the relationship will be jinxed. Once I start talking about them, but there was a pattern that I noticed that whenever I was dating someone and I was really starting to like them and we were, and I felt like things were going pretty good for the most part, that's when things went sour, and we ended up breaking up. And then I had to explain to my to to close fo- close people of mine why we're no longer together. And I don't want to have to do that. I shouldn't have to explain myself. But I don't want to do it either. I just want to move through life and just say, it didn't work out. But then, of course, you get the, oh, why didn't it work out? I don't feel like telling you. And it, there really is no easy way to say that to anyone without being rude. But it's just like, like my cousin said, you know, it's, it's none of your business. None, excuse me, it's none of their business for you to be explaining yourself as to why it didn't work out. If it didn't work out, it didn't work out. So, I'm with Terry on the notion of keeping your relationship private so much so that not a secret so much so that I have a general rule now that I would prefer to not put the person that I'm seeing. I would prefer to not put him on my social media the way that I see it because I've done it in the past where I'm dating someone and it seems like the, the moment that I put Whomever I'm seeing in a picture, like if me and him took a picture together and I posted it on, let's say, like Facebook or something, the moment that that happened, it seemed like some shift occurred and something, some sort of um, blockage occurred to the point where now we're separating. Now we, we've broken up and now it's like, okay, now it's like no longer in a relationship. <laughs> so and even, well, I don't have Facebook anymore, as I've mentioned in a previous episode, but uh, when I was on Facebook before, I would put in a relationship as, as my status. If I was on Facebook now, I probably even I probably wouldn't even put in a relationship. Or maybe I would, and maybe just not show his face at all. But that doesn't deter people from still trying to be all up in your business and asking you questions about who you're seeing who you're dating who you're talking to and side note it's real funny how the moment you decide to post you and your significant other publicly whether that's by a picture or whether that's by a relationship status all of a sudden you get exes coming out of nowhere ghosts of exes past coming out of nowhere all of a sudden, wanting thing to hit you up, see how you're doing, what you've been up to. Sir, you're just being nosy. You, you Goodbye. You're, you're being nosy. Because where was all this energy when I didn't post anything before or when I was maybe single at the time? I'm very good on that. <laughs> so back to what we we're talking about. I love Terry's character too because I related to her in in another way too. On the show we saw that she begins to suffer from panic attacks. As a person who has had one major panic attack before I can tell you that it is not fun. We get to discover where her panic attack comes from and my conclusion was that if there's anything that she feels is a lack of control on her behalf, that's when the panic and the anxiety starts kicking in. She's also a person where you see that sometimes she's too much into her head. And I'm kind of the same way too. I'm learning how to process through that and, and and not overthink so much. But I'm like, dang, like looking at this woman, I'm just like yeah that that's that's kind of me even even down to her vernacular even down to some of the words that she speak and how she speaks with with others like you know how when you're working in a corporate setting you have to speak in a certain way um not so much where it's like whitewash so to speak like you you know what i mean it it not so much in that way but in a corporate setting, you have to speak, you know, a little bit more on the quote-unquote proper side. But then when you're home and you're with family, you can be a bit more relaxed. It seems throughout the show, it never turned off. Like the same way she spoke with her colleagues at work was the same way she spoke with her uh, with her family. Especially sometimes when it was one of those like heated debates or heated discussions and, um, she wanted to throw some sort of like attorney lawyer vocab words <laughs> randomly here and there with her family. And Our family, would just kind of look at her like, uh, Terry simmer down, <laughs> please simmer down. <laughs> so, but like I said, th- that's not to say that she, uh, does not have flaws. And because of that, there were times where her career life started to suffer a little bit and also her love life started to suffer a little bit. She had her faults, but so did the person she was with too. He had a hell of a, a hell of a lot of faults on his end that he needed to work through. And so because of that it it seemed like a mismatch to begin with. Because if you look at the two men that she married compared to her current boyfriend in the series, you're just like, "Well, how did they even meet? Like, how did this even come about?" <laughs> so, it would seem like a mismatch in the beginning, but there's so much passion and chemistry between the two that it's like, okay, I see it now. But just because they're a little bit of an opposite to track doesn't necessarily mean that they can't work. They're, they will just have some fundamental differences about, about themselves and how they operate on a day-to-day. So... What I enjoy the most about the show, and in particular Terry's character, is because of the fact that she was humanized. They showed her with emotions. We actually saw her cry a few times. I know it seems like they tried not to humanize her until maybe the tail end of the movie, but throughout the show, you will see her cry. You would actually see her get emotional a few times. And I love that about her. That I love the fact that they made her human. But she's also complex. This also speaks to all of the women out there who feel like they have to be on top with their career. They have to keep going. They have to be be progressive. But they also want a happy, healthy love life too. And it just seems like sometimes one or both tends to suffer and it's just like why as women does it have to be that way when we when we compare uh, when we compare or let's say look at men, it seems like men can be on top of the world with their careers and they and they can have like these great relationships and, and on, on on the surface it seems like their relationships are not affected. but for women it's like, We always have to feel like we constantly have to hold it together like knowing like we always have to have a poker face and that was something that she portrayed a lot of. She tried not to show emotions around others too much. She would more so keep those emotions bottled up inside and that's partially why she had to go to therapy for it because of the trigger of panic attacks. I'm just paraphrasing what Uh, a a certain character i'm not going to say how how i'm not going to say when but a certain character came into her life and he basically told her you know i I understand you know it's got to be hard like the one who has to 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 fit in at work the one who has to be this the one who has to be that but i wish that under that tough exterior that tough demeanor that the real you would come out, that there's something, there's, there's someone really special inside. And I feel like she needed to hear that and that's probably something that women in general don't hear enough because on the outside, we're being told, oh, you're rude, you're mean, you're stern, you're stoic, you seem like you're all about business, you're, you're go, 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 but are you human? Yes, women are human, we have emotions too. We're just not going, going to put it on display All the time because it has been weaponized against us that showing our emotions on display all the time make us look, quote unquote, weaker or we're being perceived as weak. And in order to play the game in life, especially when you have such a demanding career and you have to basically keep up on your dot your I's and cross your T's all the time it's kind of like I have to put on this poker face all the time. I can't, I can't show emotion unless I'm being assertive or unless I'm being this way in order to reach that goal, no matter who I step on. And I feel like that's so that's, that's such a surface level way of thinking, just because you're thinking that this person is this and this person is that when There could just be some deeper layers to that person that you just may not know. And all it takes is simply to get to know that woman. That's all it takes. Another thing I remember in one of the episodes when she went to therapy for her panic attacks, and it always sat with me, so much so that I wrote it on a sticky note, just as a soft reminder for me. She started going on about her childhood and how she would come home from school, she would show her dad that she had good grades and that would also kind of put him in a good mood. And what she would do with that is, she would help her two sisters, let's say if they wanted to watch TV or something, she would purposely show her father the good grades that she got in school just to boost up, boost up his, um, I guess his energy in hopes that he would say yes, that her sisters can watch TV. And so her therapist began to pick up on some of the information that she would say. And she said, well, she's a great cook. She gives great massages. And it seems like she's not able to maintain a relationship. And so her therapist says something that stuck with me. And he said, here's an affirmation whenever the fear starts to click in. And that is, I don't have to earn love I deserve to be loved just the way I am. And I was just like, wow, that really stuck with me because Terry has been moving in this motion that because she does this, because she does that for for other people, that that's how she should be loved by doing. Now, granted that could very well just be her love language which is acts of service, okay, fine. But that is not the core of who you are. You should be loved for you should just be loved period for who you are and not for what you do so think of it this way if you didn't do those things would you still be loved anyway could you still be loved anyway and I feel like that was the defining moment for her to get out of that space that I feel like a lot of women put themselves through and that is I have to do this for this person. I have to do this for that person in order to receive love, in order for me to be loved just like this. When you are a whole person, you have flaws just like any other person. No one here is perfect. But at the end of the day, do you have a good heart? Do you have a good spirit? How are you with others? And that can be from your sister to your parents to the waiter at the restaurant like how are you moving in general like i feel like it all goes down to heart and spirit and that's how a person should be loved not just solely for what you do for others and that's what i loved about the show and that's what i loved about the series um and that's what I loved about her character. Period. And I don't. I don't want to say she was my favorite. I feel like the one who played Bird was my favorite on on the on the show. I would think. I think on the series, Bird was my favorite, and then Terry. But I felt to discuss Terry because I felt she was more complex and she was more layered, and that's what I loved about her because it speaks to people in general that are not just one dimensional. Like we have we have a heart, we have feelings too, we have emotions too. Just because what you see on the outside is put together and stoic and in control doesn't mean that's not, nec- that doesn't mean that that's how we're feeling at the very moment. Like our life could be falling apart at that, or it feels like it's falling apart at that very moment. But guess what? We have to keep it together because that's how society expects women in in that top tier um, status or in that demanding career of ours. I feel like if she wasn't a lawyer and maybe she was working a different, if, if she was working in a different field, maybe maybe her character would have turned out differently. But I think with her going to law school, being at the top of her class, being at this prestigious law firm, I felt like she had an image to maintain. And she she really did because she definitely didn't let her personal um, affairs in, interf- interfere with her professional. At least she tried not to. <laughs> For that, I wanted to give uh, that character, Terry Joseph, <laughs> her flowers. Like I said, y'all, this show really got me through... Undergrad years, it it really did, and I, I still catch myself watching it from from time to time, every so often, on on a different on a different um, in a different way to you know stream it. I just I just don't want to say how, but uh, um, yeah, I I thoroughly enjoyed the series. I thoroughly enjoyed uh her character, and like I said, she can be flawed too. There were some ways about Terry, and I was just like, ma'am, no, you're doing too much. Like if your other two sisters can call you out on you doing too much, then yes, ma'am, you're, you're doing too much. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I guess this is like paying homage to her and giving her her flowers, so to speak. But yeah, I wanted to touch on this topic because I felt like it was so important about how women are perceived in the workplace, how women are perceived in general in terms of society, if a woman can have it all, if she can have a balanced career, if she can have a balanced love life and, and, and still, you know, feel sane, still feel happy and still feel like everything is healthy and, and just to keep going with it and not let negative things interfere with both your personal and your professional. And yeah, that that's, that's it. That's all I got for today. So <laughs> I want to thank you so much uh, for listening to this episode. I hope that you may have you you have related on some kind of level with any of the points that I've mentioned because I've talked about several things and in, in this episode. Um, if you haven't seen the show, you know me. I'm always going to push for for great quality shows, great content. So definitely watch the series from beginning to end, and you'll kind of see what I've been talking about throughout this episode so thank you again for listening and until next time take care